Our best defense has been social distancing. No handshaking, staying home when you're sick, washing your hands frequently. Did you wash your hands? Welcome to a special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. As we continue to deal with the coronavirus pandemic that has affected the world over, your hosts Alvin and Edmund will be joined by medical professionals that will keep you informed, safe, and healthy inside and out. And now, here are your hosts, Alvin and Edmund. All right, y'all. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? This is Alvin on the Old Fashioned Health Show. Good health inside and out. My co-host is around the corner washing his hands, trying to stay uh, safe and, and do the social distancing thing. We'll talk about it when he comes in after he finishes washing his hands and taking his face mask off and, and all that gas mask and all that kind of stuff, y'all. He be really, well, yeah, with a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> but all right, y'all. This is Alvin, of course, and Edmund here. Uh, on the Old Fashioned Health Show, Good Health Inside and Out. We have a great, listen, let me tell y'all what we're having on the show today. We have three doctors that are, that are here on the panel every Thursday. And one of the topics that they're going to be talking about that I'm so excited about them talking about, uh, we're going to be talking about conspiracy theories centered around the coronavirus. Uh, and then we also are going to be talking about uh, the political aspect uh, dealing with with the coronavirus uh so it, it's it's going to be a good show and then we also gonna be talking about mind body connection all right mind body connection so that's what we're gonna be doing i uh my <laughs> my engineer yeah i'm, I'm, not, I'm not even crack on you man I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave you alone you got something you need to say yeah, and I just want to make sure everybody's safe. Out there, all right, you know, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. All <laughs> right, all right, all right. Yeah, we <laughs> we trying to make it a uh, make it a good show. Give you all some informative information on how to deal with just COVID nineteen, and let not let COVID nineteen just consume your life completely. You still got to live, you know. So COVID nineteen is out here, but life is still going on. Not meaning that you can't go on without uh, having the social distancing in your life, but you still got to you still got to maintain some sense of of. of uh, of livelihood you still got to try to be health healthy happy loving your family members but if you're so focused on COVID-19 you wake up in the morning COVID-19 you go to bed COVID-19 and throughout the whole day it's COVID-19 all day long it's just consuming us man we cannot allow it to consume us not to mention what's going on in the political arena which is another whole story within itself uh but that's from why we're here on the old-fashioned health show uh to try to give you all as much information as we can give you to help you get through your day, your week, your month, and the rest of the year. 2020 has not been a joke. It has really been something serious. Been thinking about see if we could just box this back up and send it back to where it came from. But, you know, of course, we can't do that. So it serves its purpose as well. Uh, I just had quickly something I wanted to say that I saw uh, pertaining to the face mask thing. Uh, there, I saw this um, doctor. I wanted to make sure I pronounce his name right. But anyway, he talks about wearing a face mask. That if you wear that face mask for a long period of time, it's not meant to be worn for a long period of time. He said people are now complaining about having uh, throat issues, sore throats and stuff like this, causing all types of infections and things like that. Uh, so you, you shouldn't be wearing that mask nonstop in the car, outside all day long, in the house because you 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 just imagine you breathing back and forth just what's inside of that mask and then your throat is kind of like uh, not in good not getting some fresh air able to breathe i don't understand if you're outside playing ball by yourself why you got a mask on 
You know what I'm saying? If you are outdoors, it's not like, and this is common sense. You don't even need an MD to tell you this. Coronavirus is not like it's raining outside and it's just falling on falling on you like that. That's like not like that. Of course, you know, on surfaces and things, that's, that's the reason why they call it airborne because it lives on surfaces for a while. But if you out there playing ball by yourself, I don't know why you got a mask on. If you're in the car by yourself, you're riding around like you're ready to go uh, rob a bank. You're riding around 285 with a mask on your face. Nobody but you in the car. I don't get it. But anyway, yep. So we're going to uh, do what we always do. You know, we always kick the show off with the Black National Anthem. And then by that time, we can get a, get a little commercial going on. Uh, Dr. Alexander will be calling in. And we got Dr. Hines. And we have Dr. Sewell. That's on the panel of COVID-19 Thursday Update. All right. This is Alvin on the Old Fashioned Health Show on the Real 1100.
Rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa, located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at SmartPlexATL.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. All right, y'all. Welcome to the Old Fashioned Health Show. Good health inside and out. Mr. Etman is in the house, too. What's up, everybody? <laughs> we have Dr. Alexander on the line with his doc. Doc, how you doing What's today? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Edmund, Alvin. Yo, what's going on, man? Talk to us. How you feeling today? Oh, man, I'm feeling on top of the world. I'm ready to do something here. Okay, That's awesome. <laughs> well, look, well, you know, we got to have our food challenge, right? Okay, let's do it. Hey, this right. is our, our, our use it or lose it. And uh, if you lose it, you're going to put it on the left. If you're going to use it and keep it and keep it in your diet, you're going to put it to the right. Okay. So the first challenge for you guys today uh, is raisins. Keep, keep it. I mean, uh, use it. On the right. Keep it. Use <laughs> it. Okay. To the right. right. Um, well, let's talk about that one. Remember we talked about grapes before and grapes being genetically modified? Yes. And Dr. Alexander is totally against uh, drinking any wines from the U.S. right now because um, the, the grape vines have been modified to the point where they're allowed to be able to accept uh, Roundup, and it doesn't kill the vines. It kills the weeds, but the Roundup gets into the vines, and it gets into the grapes. Mm. And raisins are what? Grapes. grapes. Right, grapes. So no. does it include organic grapes? Well, if you get organic, you're going to be fine, okay? Okay. Well, yeah, that's going to be your exception there. So if you get organic, then you're going to be fine because uh, those vines are not going to be genetically modified. But about 80% of them, if not 90% uh, in the U.S., are probably all genetically modified. Uh, but there are some people out there growing some, some quality food. All right? Okay. okay. Next one for you, strawberries. To the, I would say to the right. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm saying to the yeah. right, too. Okay. All right. Um, that's going to be a, a, a right and left on that, too. Most of your strawberries, most grown in the U.S., are probably going to go to the left. Really? For the last uh, 11 or 12 years, it has been the most toxic fruit in America. Number one most toxic fruit in America. America. And the reason is, is that they're using so many pesticides on it. And um, the the uh, the fruit just absorbs all of the toxins, and so it is the number one most toxic fruit in America. So if you're going to eat strawberries, only eat organic. Okay. Mm, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm right. with that. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I try to buy all my fruit organic anyway, Doc. I don't buy no fruit unless it is organic. You know, if you can, I mean, that's that's the way you want to do it. I, I try to stay away from strawberries just because they they rank so high on the toxicity list that I just um, I just stay away from them unless they're uh, organic. Uh, I did find that Costco does have a lot of organic um, fruits. Okay. So mm -hmm. Most of them are in the frozen section, but you can uh, get organic fruits from Costco. So just uh, a FYI there. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Thanks for that information, Doc. Definitely. All right. Well, today, guys, we're going to talk about the mind-body connection, right? Okay. okay. All right. And, you know, I always relate things to what's going on with COVID and to the immune system. So it's going to have a little bit of a slant to it. But uh, let's just kind of go into it a little bit. Um, I'm going to talk about a young lady that th this is, what, 30 years ago? And I still remember this young woman uh, coming into the hospital um, 
for over 10 years, she had been coming back and forth thinking that she had some type of serious illness. And she convinced surgeons uh, to cut on her. She was on all kinds of medications. I think she underwent like seven surgeries in 10 years. Uh, some of it was exploratory, and then they would have to go back because she had these things called adhesions that would occur inside the body and would cause her a lot of pain. So they have to go back in and take down the adhesion so she wouldn't have pain. Mm. She insisted that she had something that was going to kill her. And uh, after I left the hospital, I guess she had been coming about seven years at that point, back and forth, she was in the hospital. And then I came back for a visit about three years later, and she was in the hospital. <laughs> wow. And she was smiling. I went in to visit. I saw her in the room. I went in to visit, and she was smiling because she finally had cancer. Um, and, and she said, I told you I had something. But here's the deal. Most of her surgeries were in the abdominal area. I think they did a hysterectomy on her. Um, they took out her gallbladder, her appendix, you know, never found anything. But she had breast cancer. And so she was happy that she had breast cancer. But breast cancer is not connected with any of those abdominal things. So a lot of this was all what was the perception in her mind. And that goes into the next part of our discussion, and that is the mind and the body are so intimately connected yes. that you can actually manifest physical illness yes. through mm. the mind, right? And we probably all know somebody who has done that, Yeah, you know? Next, so, you know, next. things like stress, anxiety, anger, you know, they will have a negative effect on the body. Um, happiness, joy, inner peace, you know, enjoying laughter yes. will have a positive effect on the body. Um, you know, also me and you, we talk all the time, you know, about even our greeting, like how you always greet me. You know, you always yeah. greet me with that positivity. No matter what your day is like, you always tell me how on top of the world you are. Yeah. And, and the reason is, is that you're feeding the subconscious, that part that has that intimate relationship with the body, feeding it what the body needs in order to be in that positive state, for you to eat well, exercise, keep doing the things that you need to do. Um, but some people, and I think all of us, could benefit from maybe some type of regimen that would help to balance us so that these things that, that are these everyday kinds of uh, stresses that we get don't become inflammatory, right? And why do I say inflammatory? Because stress, anxiety, depression, all those things create internal fires that your immune system actually has to deal with. And if your body can't keep up with it, then abnormal cells and even viruses and bacteria will come in and they will cause illness. So you may get a bacterial infection or you may have uh, allergic um, problems. Uh, you can have skin problems. You know, people you've seen with hives and stuff, we never know what it is. Some of it's foods, some of it is actually the mind. So what kinds of things can we do? Well, I like to think of things that will train the mind Spirit, comet, and lend some stability, right? Right. So um, you, may, you need to be able to have, you know, better attention, and your mind needs to be able to calm down and be able to get your emotions and your body under control. Right. How your being is is in sync. Yes. So one of the things that mm -hmm. will do that is totally free. What's that, Doc? It's totally free. Go on, tell the people. Just sit down for a moment <laughs> and meditate. Yes. Okay? Yes. Meditate. Now, there's, there's about seven different forms of meditation. So people, if you have started a form of meditation that doesn't work for you, there is one that works for you, and maybe you need to explore that. We can't go into all of them right now, but 
just to give you an idea, just to give you a rundown of the different kinds that are out there, I do one that's called Transcendental Meditation. Okay. It used to be very cheap. When I learned how to do it back in 1974, it was like $75. Mm. Now it's like almost $3,000. So that's ridiculous to pay for it. But you can probably learn online. It's called Transcendental Meditation. Okay. Then there's one called Mindfulness. I like this one. Mindfulness gets you in touch with your feelings, the environment, and your sensations. And, and you examine everything through this feeling of love and kindness. So even negative events, you try to learn this meditation. It takes you through taking even a negative thing. And, and, and Alvin, we've had these discussions, right? Mm-hmm. Taking it into a positive. Right. You know, but you have to look at everything through a lens of love and kindness. Right. The type of meditation. Then you have Zen. You have yoga. Yoga is a, is a, is a type of meditation. Now, Yoga is what we call more of a dynamic practice because you're kind of moving and you're holding forms. Mm-hmm. Some people would say ecstatic because you're holding forms, but I think it's more of a dynamic practice of meditation. So it's Tai Chi, where it's these um, movements that you have, and some of them are actually used for combative purposes, but as people get older, they use them for stability and, and grounding, okay? Mm-hmm. So... So yoga is another one. Then you have one that's breath awareness, where you you look at you look at your breathing. You sit down and you you count your breaths. Mm-hmm. Also, calm you. This is really good for anxiety, mm-hmm. um, help your emotional state and your concentration. So counting your breaths. Then you have one that's like a progressive relaxation, where you just try to keep relaxing your mind, keep thinking good thoughts, and you just kind of relax your mind. And then the last one is called loving kindness. So there are different forms that you can learn. If one of them doesn't work for you, don't feel bad. Right. There is one that will work for you, and and how you and then you, as you expand yourself, you'll be able to go into different types, and you'll learn to meditate while you're sitting. Yes. Even learn to meditate while you're moving. Okay. And working. Right. <laughs> so what what is um? Uh, I'll give you an example of one that is a, is a great one that we all kind of know about, like athletes. You do this visual visualization. They'll do something. So, like, let's say we talk. I'll take a long jumper. Mm-hmm. When he's going to think about before he makes his move, you see them at the end of the runway, rocking back and forth, right. going through their mind, how fast they're going to go down the runway, how they're going to hit that board, how high the acceleration, and then how they're going to land. Mm-hmm. In their mind actually do the feet, and then they go. And they allow their body to accept what they've done, this new thought process, and they go out and they do it. So we can do that same thing even with um, thinking about changing our diets, changing our habits, um, thinking about our own health, um, dealing with anxiety, stress, relationships, etc. So that's what I wanted to kind of tell you about there, you know, is that um, uh, we can definitely do some things to, to calm ourselves. And you guys might have some questions for me. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. First off, Doc, I just want to say I like so appreciate you bringing this topic in today and speaking on it and the different types of meditation and things that you can do because that's a positive aspect. Like you say, you can give to the people that they can incorporate into their world and in their life now. That is a no, a no cost. No cost. 
No cost. This is this is inexpensive. Some of it, depending on how you know far you want to go into it, purchasing a yoga mat or whatever. But if you got an old tower at home that you just want to stretch out and make that be your little place that you do your thing and begin the meditative process of however you attack it and go about it, that's totally up to you. Um, just want to speak real quickly. I remember many years ago when I was attempting to learn meditation. Um, there was someone who was well taught in that and he took us out into the woods and trained us. When I tell you that was the most physical challenging uh, thing that I've ever done in my life. When I tell you like literally he had us climbing hills and climbing trees and dragging boulder rocks in the woods and stuff like that. It was only two of us and he was teaching us this training and then I'll go over into the meditation part. But that physical aspect of how it really challenged our bodies in different ways. And he explained to us, you know, what was taking place while we were doing what we were doing. He was like the warriors, you know, and, and people, you know, in the past, you would leave these areas and you go off to find like food, hunt and gather. You had to bring that back home. You couldn't throw that in the back of your truck and drive it home. So you have to be able to carry this boulder, um, climbing trees from animals in different places like that. Um, but let me let me ask you a question, Doc. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know I kind of kind of went left with that. Love but it, I love it. Let I me. Love it. We we need to talk a bit off air. I don't want to take up all of your time here. But um, as far as you know, the the meditation, just give them like one more benefit of that, one more benefit factor in regards to how they can incorporate that into their life, and it relates to COVID. Because right now, I guess that meditation making them aware that you can at least for a temporary amount of time, take your, your mind to another place and get some positive element that you can incorporate into what's going on in your reality of your world. True, true. So, you know, one of the ways, one of the things that I can, I can say, you know, just easily and, and just right off, the, uh, right off uh, the top of my head is that, you know, stress causes these internal fires okay. that, that keep the body and the immune system constantly functioning. And what you want to do is you want to calm it down. You want the, the immune system to be able to calm down for a moment and be able to regulate the system so that when something like COVID comes in, it has enough reserve to be able to deal with it and to get rid of it very quickly and easily. Okay. Same thing with cancer cells. So when you meditate, you actually find that your breathing starts to slow down, your pulse starts to slow down, mm -hmm. your blood pressure improves, even your temperature starts to regulate better, okay? Mm -hmm. So all those things will go into improving your immune function. So that's why meditation and I will even throw prayer in there. Prayer is more of an active kind of meditation. Yes. You have meditation where you actually, you know, quiet the mind. So some of these things are in motion. Some of them are, you know, where you're just um, static and you're sitting in one place. Mm -hmm. So there's different types of, of meditation. But again, these things are free. If you're in your car and you get stressed or, you know, you, you, you just think about something, you can pull over on the side of the road and... You can close your eyes for a moment, and you can go through your breathing technique, and you can actually feel yourself calming down uh, because some people get anxious just going to work. Yeah. Right. And then there's a few things you can do to actually enhance the whole meditative process, like setting the mood of your, the room that you're going to be in. You can use um, candles. You can use incense. Um, there are some, some beautiful sounds on YouTube, like uh, Tibetan bells and chimes. Um, you can learn to... You know, repeat mantras that will uh, get you into a frame of mind. You can get a massage. 
okay? And there's various types of massages. I mean, there's massages that, that you go to, to a person to get, you know, where they, or they'll come to your house. Or you can do something between you and your partner, which is a little bit more sensual that will calm you down, too. They call that tantric massage. You can get manipulation through a chiropractor or, like, I'm an osteopath, so we do manipulation as well, where we can reset the body and get it ready to go into a, a meditative state. Then I've heard about these, uh, I haven't been to one, but I, one of my friends talked to me about it. They have these salt pools or baths that you can go into and float on top of the water and, and wow. actually meditate in that sense. And then the last I would give you is uh, a lot of people are having so much anxiety they can't get it under control. CBD mm-hmm. oil does work, but you have to get it through a reputable place because there's so many brands out there, mm-hmm. but it is calming. Right now, I have somebody, I'm not going to say because they might be listening, they're getting CBD oil. <laughs> they don't know it, <laughs> but um, they have commented about how calm they feel and that they don't feel as anxious. As an older person, they don't feel as anxious um, as they were. Before they were getting medications, they didn't like the side effects of the meds, mm-hmm. and the CBD is smooth. It's not causing any headaches no side effects, no drowsiness, and their whole demeanor. Everybody is commenting how this person is actually easier to get along with. They feel better, uh, more energized, and they're actually making phone calls where before they was making everybody else call them. <laughs> let me uh, ask you this, Doc. Do, beautiful do you, thing, getting the mind and body together here, y'all. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. Let, let me ask you as far as uh, the, the CBD oil and mind and body, see if I can tie the two of these together. How do you feel about the CBD oil working with people that have Parkinson's disease? Um, it, it may or may not work for them, um, depending on, you know, what type of Parkinson's it is. Okay, so when we start talking about CBD and we start talking THC, and maybe that's going to be next week because it, I don't think we're going to have enough time to go through this, hmm. but, but there's a spectrum of um, cannabinoids, okay, cannabinoids, okay. spectrum. So, um, on one end, you have like people who have seizures mm-hmm. and uh, anxiety, they may deal with the ca- cannabinoids um, that have no THC in them at all, zero, okay? none detectable. So we have plants that will grow um, hemp, I guess you would call it, okay, that have no THC in it. And so this is the CBD oil I'm talking about. It has no THC. Okay. Then they do have some CBD flowers that have like a small amount of hemp or THC in it. Mm-hmm. And so they will be for certain diseases. And then you have all the way down on the other end, you have what we call street value um, THC, okay? And some of the dispensaries that are out in like California and Colorado, some of those, I mean, the, the, the stuff is just off the charts. It is so strong. It's stronger than anything we ever experienced in the 70s. It's much stronger than that now because the plants have been uh, modified, okay. right? That Snoop stuff. Okay. Right. But that stuff, if you turn it into an oil, seems to do very well with people who have Alzheimer's disease. Wow. Yeah, when you make it into an oil, they seem to do very, very well with that, but they do terrible with the, um, the CBD that has no THC in it. So you have to know who you're dealing with, and when you're talking about Parkinson's, you have to find out where they're at, and they have to get the right amount of THC and and CBD, okay, has to be the right proportion in order to work for that individual. And sometimes it's trial and error to get them there. What happens is a lot of people will go in, they'll get something, they say, well, it didn't work for me. No, you don't know what you're doing. Mm. 
Okay. Kind of like you, you stated earlier about the meditation element. Yeah. You know, some work for some, and then the other, you got to figure something else out. So. Right. And then we have to get quality product. If it's not being lab tested, okay. then, you know, and you buy it in, in a, um, uh, a convenience store or you, you go to a shop and you get it, uh, you will even, if you talk to the people in the shop, they will even tell you that there's a difference. And some of the people that are in the shops, I've been in the shops, they don't even know what they should know about the CBD. Okay, um, and that's we're talking about Georgia here because Georgia uh, doesn't have the same strict um, laws and rules that the, the places that actually have dispensaries for THC. So a lot of the people that are actually working in those places don't know. Okay. You know, you'll ask them about the leaf and the, and the flowers and stuff that they have, and they don't really know the content. Wow. Right. So you have to be very careful. Um, if somebody's really interested, they can contact me. I do have uh, a person that I know. Okay. Give them the number. with their company at all. Okay. But um, I purchase for them because they do lab testing, and uh, they have a very, very good product. Um, you know, it's not the cheapest one out there, but it's not the most expensive either. But you're going to pay a little bit more if you're going to get quality product. You know, what good is it to buy something that has no effect anyway? Okay. It's just money. Doc, give them that information. Uh, yeah, you can reach me at um, smartplexatl.com. Okay. Uh, dot com. Let's see, what is my uh, uh, email address? Uh, Doctor Alex, Doctor Alex at smartplexatl.com, and that's D R A L E X at smartplexatl.com. Okay. Thanks, Doc. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's a great topic, and I, you know, I think everybody should go ahead and try. Uh, this this form of meditation. You can actually go on YouTube and you can find a lot of information on meditating. Okay. And um, if you need more information, then you know maybe we can host some classes. I can teach you uh, some things about transcendental and some other forms. All right, Doc. Thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate you. Looking forward to the next topic about this cannabis C- CBD oil and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure they look forward to it. got a couple of people smiling about it. Yeah, that, Doc. We we'll hit doc, you. Thank up. you so much. We got <laughs> Dr. You. Hines waiting on us. Uh, you have a great day. All right. <laughs> Thank you for having me, gentlemen. Have a good day, man. Be blessed. Stay safe. All right, y'all. That was Dr. Alexander calling in. And I believe we got Dr. Hines on the line. Hello. How are you all doing? Hello. Hello. (laughs) You sound good today. How you feeling? I can't complain, I tell you. All right. That's what I'm talking about. What you got for us today? So today, let's talk about these conspiracy theories because they are just kind of all over the place. Yes, Doc. Um, I'm so happy you're doing that. We, we, yeah. Let's hear it. We're going to let you talk. So, so here's what I, I know, Alvin, you and I talked yesterday, and um, I decided not to talk about anyone in, in particular. Okay. Um, because I don't want to spread that information myself. Gotcha. Uh-huh. You know, um, so, you know, we'll kind of keep it general. And if somebody has, uh, you know, has has a question, you know, um, then we can address it that way. So, um, you know, the one thing that I thought about after our conversation yesterday um, was, you know, why do these conspiracy theories start in the first place? Right. Okay. Um, And so, you know, one of the things I think that when when scary things happen in the world, that it's comforting to think that someone or something is kind of, quote unquote, pulling the strings and making these things happen. And it's easier to accept that as opposed to accepting that random and unpredictable and unfair things happen in our lives. That, that can be a little bit difficult to accept that things just happen because they just happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
So, you know, when these things happen, also, sometimes we as human beings need not only a reason for these things to happen, but we also need someone to blame. So it is the government's fault or it is the doctor's fault or it is healthcare's fault or, you know, whomever you choose to make the subject of your um, of the conspiracy theory. Um, and so, you know, that one that we were speaking about yesterday, um, you know, the young lady in that video was pointing her fingers at, at all kinds of, of people and agencies and, and such things. Mm-hmm. Um Sometimes these conspiracy theories support our own beliefs and practices um, that may be outside of the mainstream. So, for example, if for whatever reason I choose to not vaccinate my children, um, then I can find a, a, a conspiracy theory that supports that and makes me feel more secure in the decision that I'm making for myself and for my family. Okay. Right? Yes. Right. Yes. Um, and then also, too, there's this what I call a wave of anti-intellectualism. So unfortunately, everybody is an expert on everything. (laughs) Um, You know, and and, and I don't say that, you know, to be facetious or anything like that, but we do have um, a broadening distrust of authority um, in in our society. Some for good reasons, Mm -hmm. some for not so great reasons, right? Right. Um, and then we also, because we want to feel equivalent in some way to these authority figures that our feelings um, are given the same weight as facts. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, you know, so those are the kind of things that kind of help these conspiracy theories kind of take root and, you know, just really get on. Because it, it kind of makes sense to you that, you know, that something, you know, because, uh, again, you know, if I said to you that a virus came in, from an animal source, mutated, and it is infecting humans, that almost sounds unreal, even though it is real. Right. Right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> sounds unreal. So, yeah. So what are the solutions that we can can implement? Um, you know, one of the things that my mother always taught me was trust but verify. Okay. So, you know, I can believe what you say, but I need to to figure that out for myself if it really is true or not, right? Right. So you want to seek a source of information that can be verified. Um, So if you see something on Facebook or other social media or even something on the news or you read something in the newspaper, you want to try and find another source about that particular subject. that is independent, you know. So, for example, if CNN were to report something um, about COVID, there are other sources that you can go to, for example, the CDC website, and verify that information. Mm -hmm. So they are two independent sources that are not relying upon each other. Um, And if both of them are saying pretty much the same thing, then you can feel somewhat secure that what is being said is true and accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, you also um, want to determine the credibility and reliability of that information. So, you know, is this coming from someone that has credentials or research, um, you know, a proven track record uh, in whatever subject matter? And that, you know, this 
in my opinion, will expand beyond um, talking about COVID-19. This can be applied to anything. I was about to say, like life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, again, you want to compare those information, compare the information provided by your source. Um, you want to read the information with some objectivity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the question that I always ask myself is, does this make sense? Right. Yep. So, you know, the first thing, like Alvin, like you and I talked about, and I'm going to just take just a small minute to mention this one about the 5G thing. Okay. Let's hear that one. You know, well, you know, so like we were talking yesterday, most companies, if not all, go into business to make money, right? Yeah, right. But no business is in business to break even. We, we can all agree on that, we right? Can, we can agree on that. Yes. Right. All right. So if I create a product that kills the people who would use that product and pay for that product, how does that make me money? Hmm. See what I'm talking about? That's common sense. Be because I'm killing off my customer base. <laughs> right. So if you're a business and you're in business to make money, does that make sense that that's something that you would do? No. It would uh, No. Probably not. Right? Right. So, you know, so that's the kind of thing that, you know, when you hear these theories, um, you know, that you kind of have to look at it from that standpoint of what does someone or an entity or an organization, what do they stand to gain by doing whatever act this theory is saying that they're doing? Mm -hmm. um, you know, if there's money involved, people who make money want to make more money. You know, I, I have yet to meet anybody that says, you know what, I have enough money I don't want anymore. <laughs> no, don't know anybody. <laughs> Do you I'm, think I'm, there's I'm, anybody that will ever get to that point? Well, you know, there may be, but I, in my 47 years on earth, <laughs> I have never met anybody who says, you know what, that's enough. Exactly. No, okay. more, no more money for me. All right. <laughs> no more profit for my company, you know. Cut just, the tap off. <laughs> yeah. It's, just stop. Yeah. Just stop buying my products. Stop all of that, right? Right, right. Um, and so once we have done these few steps, um, you know, looking at also, is this pre presented in an unbiased manner? Right. So, you know, I know that we are, as a society, very tribal right now. Um, you know, we are Republican and Democrat and Black and white and man and woman, and we get into our tribes and we indoctrinate ourselves with our values, our tribe's values, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it is easy to say that, you know, this administration is awful and everything that they say is false because that's what our tribal value may be, correct? Right. So, you know, if you look at a source that is not saying things one way versus the other, but just presenting something that may be middle of the road, that may be a source that you can trust. Right. Because they're not leaning one way or the other, mm -hmm. but just putting it out there as it is. As it is. Yeah, that reminds um, me. That reminds I'm sorry, me, go ahead. That reminds me of Doc, Dr. Fauci. It seems like he's trying to balance it by trying to, he's trying to save both sides to get us in a good place. I, I think so. Um, you know, and again, with Dr. Fauci, because he's been a subject of some conspiracy theories as well, mm -hmm. sadly. Um, but, you know, you look at this man's track record. Um, he has been on the forefront of infectious disease since HIV back in the 80s. Mm -hmm. 
you know, so he has seen basically every epidemic, pandemic in the infectious disease arena um, and has been on the forefront of, you know, either discovering why things work or theories or treatment medications, you know, regimens for that. So, you know, to me, he is someone who is credible. Now, if he were out here, you know, making millions of dollars, why would he continue to go to work? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, because again, you know, like I said to you yesterday, Alvin, you know, if I win the lotto, you know, if I have a hundred million dollars, I don't know that I necessarily would, would continue to go to work as, uh, you know, as, as whatever. Right. Unless you, know. you really love it. you. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, but, you know, I don't know that many people, excuse me, again, you know, we are all going to work. We love our job. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to work because that going to work serves a purpose. Right. That purpose being to earn money so that we can pay our bills and live our lives. Mm -hmm. Because, again, I don't know anybody that's working for free. No, not for free. Not for free. Now, I know people that do volunteer work, and maybe they do that all the time, but they have an independent source of their finances. Exactly. Right. 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 Exactly. So, right. But they can still pay their bills. But for those of us who still have to pay our bills and have to generate an income, you know, we're not going to work for free. No. So, you know, so so when you look at those kinds of things, it's like, you know, I, I, I would not if I had one hundred million dollars and I just use that as just an arbitrary number, or, um, arbitrary amount of money. Mm -hmm. Right. OK. Where I'm set where I'm set for life. Why would I continue to come on TV and face ridicule and, you know, unfortunately, Dr. Fauci has been getting, you know, threats and all of this other kind. Why would I even put myself out there to do that? That just doesn't make sense that a reasonable person would do that, at least in, in my opinion. Right. For me, uh, Doc, um, Edmund, what do you think? Because you seem like you said. Uh, yeah, I, I would just say unless they're really, truly passionate about what they're doing. Now, I, I agree with you with what you're saying. Definitely. I'm just saying as far as. Well, if you're passionate, but you don't want to take a beating every day, that ain't no passion. It's like, I'm, I'm tired of y'all exactly. beating up on me. And, and some people, you know, they choose to bow out, you know, in that circumstance. But I, I, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, I, I don't think as much as I love what I do, mm -hmm. if I was making two, three hundred million dollars, but yeah. I was being ridiculed and beat down every day, why would that wouldn't even make sense for me to keep walking into that wall? You know what I'm saying? I agree with you. But I was going to take it. Other things, because there are other things that you can do to, you know, to contribute to society. Right. I could do something else. Exactly. Yeah. You could do something else. Doc, it's one question, I, one uh, yeah. medical, medical question I do have for you. So, yeah. I, I mentioned earlier about this whole face mask thing and then so I've been getting text messages since I mentioned about you shouldn't wear your mask all day long. Uh -huh. uh, there was a doctor that I was uh, able to uh, listen to yesterday It talked about how now it's causing some problems with people with their throat because their, their, esophagus, their throat is getting dry from keeping their mask on all the time for a long period of time. Can you can you uh, highlight whether or not keeping the mask on for an uh, extended period of time, whether or not that's a safe, the safest thing to do? I know they need to put it on when they're supposed to, but the, the response I got back was, well, that's the only way they, the only way they would wear it is sometimes is to just keep it on all the time. But it's like, why keep it on all the time? Because that's the only time you would wear it to make yourself sick. You see what I'm saying? So, Doc, what do you think? Gotcha. So here's the thing with that, you know. We have to, to lubricate our mouths and our throats from time to time. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody has to take a drink from, you know, from, from, 
time to time. So, and everybody has to eat. So even, even when I'm in the ER and, you know, I'm there for a 12 hour shift, there are times when I take my mask off okay. because I, because I have to, yes. you know, because I, I have to take something to drink. I have to eat and nourish myself. Um, but do I do that in front of a patient that I'm getting ready to evaluate? No, absolutely not. Um, do I do that in perhaps in the lounge where I'm by myself or I can distance myself from someone else who might be in there? Yeah, that's more appropriate. So, yeah, um, you know, having a mask on all day will lead to, I don't know that it would lead to any serious complications in terms of, of health issues, um, but, you know, it definitely you would have, you know, a dry mouth, a dry throat, um, and that could lead to, you know, perhaps sore throat, cough, those kinds of things, you know, those kinds of symptoms. Okay. Um, we have had some people, you know, and again, this is uh, dependent upon what your individual situation is. So, um, for example, someone who has asthma, I'll use, um, I don't know that I would recommend them to wear a mask for an extended duration of time. Okay. Because that may exacerbate their underlying condition. Mm, okay. okay. You Thank know what I'm saying? Thank you for that, Doc. I think uh, a lot of people yeah. ju were just like questioning this whole new way of life. You got to take in mind that masks are something new to a lot of people. Unless you've worked in an industry okay. where you've had to wear them before, it's kind of like they tell me to wear it, you know, and then some people get either they don't like it, they get used to it, they keep it on too long. So it's just like, I guess, having some type of instruction that comes along wearing, with it. I just it. don't want you wearing it riding around in the car. And I don't want you wearing it playing basketball if you're the only one out there playing. Oh, yeah. Now, that that what we would consider right. common sense. But, again, if you're told put on your mask, if you go outdoors, some people, they're not accustomed to it. So they just put it and they think because they're outdoors all the time or whatever, just, just keep it keep it on. You yeah. know, so it's and, just. Some... And it is difficult. Um, you know, so I yesterday was in my car with my mask on. I had to take a family member um, for a, a health appointment. Okay. And, and that person doesn't live in my home. So I said, okay, you know. You're going to wear a mask. I'm going to wear a mask. And it was, it got hot. You know, it got mm -hmm. hot. And then, you know, we're talking to each other in the car. Um, and so that only made it hotter in the mask. Right. Um, and so, you know, even as a health professional, you know, I have never up until this point in my career had to wear a mask for these extended periods of time. Right. Okay. So I totally understand how it can be very challenging for someone uh, for anyone to, you know, to wear a mask for an extended period of time. But that's why, you know, as we have said um, in previous segments, you kind of have to be strategic about this. Exactly. So, you know, where are you going? You know, make a short trip to the grocery store and, right. you know, don't plan on having to go every day or, you know, for an extended period of time. You know, just go in, get what you need and come on out. Okay. Um, and then when you get back in the car, take your mask off and go on home, you know. Right. So, uh, well, Doc, I'm not going to keep you long because we have uh, Dr. Hines, I mean, Dr. Dr. Sewer behind you uh, holding on to us next. Thank you so okay. very much. Thank you, Doc. It's always a pleasure, and I look forward to next time. Awesome. Yeah, see you next Be Thursday. Safe. Take care. Yep. Have Be a blessed. good one. Y'all stay safe. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Doc, Dr. Sewell? Yes, sir. How yes, are sir. you? How Hello, are you? Dr. Sewell. How, how are you gentlemen doing? We're doing well. Absolutely doing well. wonderful. Yeah. Uh, just so you know, before we get this party started, 
Uh, the music that's in cue was picked out by none other than Mr. Edmund himself. Uh-oh. Just want to get that out there. Uh-oh. Let me let me see how how he let me see how he did. What does okay. he have in queue, or is it a surprise? We'll, a surprise. we'll do a surprise. It's, we'll do a surprise. You, you're here when we, when we finish uh, your segment. Yeah, yeah. What you got for us today, Doc? <laughs> um, I'm gonna talk uh, a little bit. I know I said I was gonna kind of do a summation of everything, but I have been looking at some things on. Um, I've been looking at some things in the news that are kind of, that are kind of disturbing. Speak okay. on it. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, I, well, so I'm going to be nice. I'm not going to be as nice as Dr. Hines. I did hear most of her, so I'm not going to be as nice. But yeah, she was when nice I talk about these things. <laughs> <laughs> she was being real nice and trying to say and it I, right. And I, and I understand that. It's all, it's, it's all, about, it's all about being a, a professional, so, so I get that. But I will talk about this. I want to talk about how... Um, the politics of COVID-19, and, and there are several layers of, of, of politics, just mm-hmm. in life in general. But I'm going to talk about from kind of the, the government perspective, how the politics of COVID-19 have affected our mental health or, some, or, or the mental health of, of many. Okay. And when I say our, I'm not necessarily talking about just people of, of color. Mm-hmm. Um, and so let me tell you why I'm talking about this really briefly. And I can sum this up in one sentence. Voting season. Yep. That's it. Mm. Voting season. So, so what I'm going to do is this. I'm not going to do, I'm, I'm not going to uh, be Donna for most of it. So I, I won't go into a tirade <laughs> and start, oh, and start wow. doing my thing. But what I do want to talk about is this. So when we talk about politics, we're going to define it as activities associated with the governance of a country or another area, especially the debate or conflict, uh, listen to this, among individuals or parties having or hoping to achieve party, I mean, uh, power. Mm-hmm. Listen to the second part of that, especially the debate or conflict among individuals or parties having or hoping to achieve power. So let's look at this. I'm only going to pull out like three or four examples, and you can go and do the research because I do agree with uh, Dr. Hines on several issues, and one is this, is to go and find you whatever resource you need to find to research it. Research these things on your own. Mm-hmm. But here, let me, let me start out with this. Number one, we had an issue where when this first started happening, when COVID, when we first started recognizing the coronavirus, what happened? These are politics being played. What happened? What was stated was, Oh, it was not really. It was very. It was downplayed a lot because it was blamed up on another party, just basically trying to spread fake news. Mm-hmm. So, what happens with that, or what happened with that? Then you know what the the information that we needed to remain safe, or not safe but safer and healthier, was delayed. Mm. It was delayed because it was not taken seriously, and people were playing politics because it was voting season. Mm-hmm. That's Donna's opinion. But people were playing politics. There's no doubt about that. So, so when that is delayed, how does that affect you when that care or that information, not even care, when that information is delayed because it's not taken seriously, then what happens with that? There was a spread in densely populated areas. Right, because the information didn't get to us. Mm-hmm. So, in the, and, and excuse my phone for ringing. I apologize that. But for for densely populated areas, for urbanized areas, 
and for areas where there were rural individuals, for, pe for nursing homes, again, densely populated areas, not necessarily a city but an abode. What happened? The virus started spreading like wildfire, wildfire uh, mm -hmm. because we were delayed on information. Okay. Secondly, politics. The states were saying, "Look, we're being hit. What's going on? Where do wh what are we doing?" Because they were looking at certain extensions of the government to assist them. Is that correct? Right. Yep. So the state was looking at federal to assist them. What was stated was. You know what? That's that's not my job. Okay, that's not federal's job. That's fine. So what the states did, they said, okay, let's do this. Since it appears as though we're not going to get assistance or we won't get it as expeditiously as we need it. That's at Howard University Education, Jackson State. <laughs> so if we don't get it as expeditiously as we need it, what we're going to do then is figure out how to get these resources on our own. Right. So the states decided, hey, let's get these resources on our own. Then what happened? Those resources started being diverted. Every time they thought they were going to get masks, guess who Guess who they were being diverted to? Federal yeah. government. Yeah. So how is this playing games with your life? How does this affect the working class and the middle class? Because you know what? I don't have my PPE to go to work. Because my job has been deemed essential. Mm -hmm. so, so the people on the front line, so the nurses, the people who work in retail who can't afford a lot, who can't afford to quit, they have to go to work. Okay? Then you're looking at individuals who are mental health counselors, such as myself, who may not be able to work remotely. You're looking at all of the, you're look, this is just a, just a few people I'm naming, people who work on the assembly line in factories. They're still assembly line. They're still factories. These people had to go to work without PPE. They had to make a choice. They didn't have to, but they had a choice. Yeah. So yeah, because, because of be these, made. but because of these politics, what is happening? Then that is impacting me. Business loans went out. It was supposed to be for small businesses. Mm -hmm. And and when you when you started reading up on it, and again, you need to research it. I'm just going on the information that I have read. Okay. And some of the information I have seen come out of somebody's certain people's mouths during conferences. So, basically, what, what happened with the loans? We found out, or what was hitting the headlines was, you know what, a lot of that money wasn't going to the small businesses. Where was it going to? To po the, po the larger businesses. The larger businesses. Yeah. It was going to the larger. So, what happens then when it goes to the larger? The smaller businesses then stu suffer. suffer. Yeah. Remember, those are the mom and pop shops. Yes. Remember, those are the places that the, the mom and pop shops are not just for the people who live in the areas that are trying to be, as you, you know, not the 20, 30 year olds who are trying to be all like cool and everything like that. Those small businesses also fall into some of the low income neighborhoods and the rural areas. And so, if they go down, then what's going to happen? That community then will go down. And when the community goes down because of economic reasons, then you know what's going to go up? Crime and violence. Right. Violence in your household and crime on the street. So, that's, so, almost, that's almost inevitable. That is how politics are messing with your mental health. I'm sorry, you got a question? No, I, I was, that's what I was about to uh, kind of highlight. That's how the politics is messing with your mental health. Um, um, I want to ask you as far as, and then we got a minute before we go to the second half of the show. You know, we got to take the commercial okay. break. Um, before we go into that, I want to know, can can you tell the spike in from when you would, since you've been a mental health professional from just as, just 
July of last year up until now, can you tell the spike in the mental health cases that have that have risen out of this whole COVID nineteen? So That's I can't. I haven't done any research on that. What I can tell you is 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 I have seen a spike, and because of the job, my um, primary job, because I, I oversee a lot of people who. Um, who provide that service, okay. who provide okay. mental health. What we have seen a spike in, not even since last year, since, since since January. We've seen a spike in, and this is across about 14 states. We've seen a spike in domestic violence, domestic violence that has um, eventually moved into murder. Mm. We've seen a spike in that. We've seen a spike in anxiety, mm. increased anxiety. We have seen a spike in that because economically nobody knows what's going on. And I talked about this on one of the other shows, economically, you may be in a place where you're like, I don't know what's going on. I have a job now. What am I going to have tomorrow? In addition to that, your anxiety is going up because there are different things coming out about COVID. There are different outlets producing different things about COVID-19 every day. So every you're like, day. am I really protecting myself? Mm-hmm. Am I not protecting myself? So you're concerned about that. Mm-hmm. If I'm going out to work as a frontline worker, I don't know. And I have people that I have to take care of or that live in a home with me. I am afraid that I'm bringing something back in the house to them. So my anxiety is spiked. Yes. Mm. Yes. So there are a number of things that. So, again, how is this impacting your mental health? That is how these things are impacting your mental health. I know you have to go to a commercial break. So yes. I'll finish my rant. Give me two. Come back. Give me three <laughs> minutes. I'll finish it up. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, we're going to take a break, uh, play a song. But what I want you to come back with also is to tell me how the. the uh, the uh, the politics. So, for instance, you know, for, let me just tell you, me. When I look at the politics of the, so when I see politics, sometimes I can't watch it because I get like lit. You, you, know, you get when, heated. Yeah, I, I can tell. I, yeah, I get real <laughs> lit. I'd be like, did you just say that? You know. So, and it just, it just, I can't watch uh, too much news too long, especially if that guy in the White House starts saying stuff crazy. It just gets me a little lit. Or his posse, Mitch McConnell, and the rest of them, they just. It just so I think that's a mental health issue uh, in itself that it just gets you, it just makes your blood rise, as opposed to just looking at it like I'm not gonna pay this any attention. Mm-hmm. Is that possible? Mm-hmm. You, you got you got that, uh, no, that's possible. I tell people not to go to bed with the news on. You want to stay informed, but don't go, don't go to sleep with the news on. There are people now that are glued to their phones or their TV, overdoing it, right? watching yeah. things on COVID. But I need for you to understand this: the politics, not just at the federal level, the politics have been on some people's job. Oh, yeah, you're right. Not about federal that. estate. Wow. Not federal estate. I'm yeah. talking about people who work in. I'm talking about people who work in factories. I'm talking about people who work in hospitals. I'm talking about people who work in warehouses. Those politics are there too. I need to continue to get paid, so I'm getting ready to put you on on the front line. Well, your your job is essential. Yeah, because you, you know see what? some of that going on in California right now. Let me tell you, Elon Musk did such a dirty move yesterday, and I'm just gonna call him out. He can call me if he wants to. He turned around <laughs> and threatened the people that he was gonna move his factory out of California, out of their county, if they didn't let him open up after the CDC said it's a health risk. He turns around and the guy at the White House says, "Yeah, you should be open." Guess what? They turn around and open, and then his stock went up by 25 percent. Politics. And them cars uh, burning so up. They're, they're, Look. They're, they're, on, they're on all levels. There are people in the state, at, at state levels initially, that were saying, hey, we can open up everything. You know, if it's time for me to die, it's time for me to die. I know, right? It's basically affecting older people. Yep. yep. So because because older people, to, to most, are not contributing any okay. money to the economy. This is Donna speaking, so Donna's opinion. We got, we got, we got, money Don, to hold, the, hold, to the, the economy. 
No, they they, they called me for commercial, and then we'll come back and take that part of it up. All right? okay. We'll be right back. Right, we'll be right back. The opinions expressed during the sponsored programs on this station are strictly those of the program hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of Beasley Broadcast Group, this station, its staff, other advertisers, or agencies. All right, Doc, we had to do that uh, FCC thing. So, no, you know, I get, no I, I get that. I get that. And also, and this is my last thing I'm going to say, we also okay. have mayors of certain cities. Mm-hmm. Certain cities that, that are heavily populated have a huge hospitality industry, and they said, go ahead and open the city. And they said, well, how are you going to enforce social distance? Mm-hmm. Social distancing. I don't know. Just let them find it out. Just let them figure it mm-hmm. out. Of a major city on the West Coast. So what I, what I submit to you is this. These people are causing you stress. These people, This is causing you stress. It's not just the government. So I'm not saying being anarchist. I'm not saying any of that. But what I am saying is this. Voting season is coming up. Amen. Okay. Voting season is coming up. What I need for your listeners to do is to research what I've said. If they don't agree with it or they say, I didn't find that, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. But what I, what I would like is for you to go and research. Research your politicians. Research. This is a telltale about how this was handled. If you, if you don't go and research anything else, if you're too lazy to go and look at, you know, voting.com to see how the candidates voted in the last few years, if, you're too, if you don't want to do any of that at the very least, this is recent information and you should be able to pull it up quick, fast, and in a hurry okay. and research it. Do not go to media outlets that you like just because you like them and they agree with you. Okay. That, no. What you need to do is try to be objective. I'm 150% in agreement with Dr. Hines on that. But what I am saying is this, voting season is coming up. If you are not happy about the way some of these things were handled, and please keep in mind, there are some things that we don't have any control over. If they had to shut the city down, they had to shut them down. They were doing what they thought was right. I don't have, for me personally, I don't have any issues with that. What I'm talking about is if you go back and research and read and logically you say, you know what? Some of this stuff could have been avoided, or mm-hmm. we could have headed some of this off, really? and it would not have been as extreme right. or intense. Mm-hmm. If you can go back and do that, then look at that candidate and go and vote. They're even during this, during all of this, they have had to cancel, and and I understand this. They have had to cancel some of the voting, but here not can't, but but will cancel the dates and kind of extend and extend them. Mm-hmm. So here here's but here's the issue. When when there were when there were suggestions being brought forward saying, hey, instead of us just saying we need to reschedule when we vote, we need to reschedule the primaries. Let's do this. Let's do mail in. Let's extend the due date that the that the that the envelopes are doing or that the ballot is doing. You know what? Everything in its power was done to shut that down. Everything yeah. in power was that. So what I say to what I what I submit to you again. Look at your local politicians, see how they handled it. Do you still want them in office? If they didn't handle this correctly, then go back and research some other things they've done. That doesn't mean that everything that they do, you're going to not agree. You won't agree with it or you will agree, mm-hmm. but you need to weigh the pros and cons and you need to research. You need to take it seriously. Look at your local government, meaning the mayor. Mm-hmm. Look at your state government. Look at your Look at your governor. Yes, Look at your please. governor. Yes. Talking about the one that don't, <laughs> talking about that governor we had that don't know the difference. Talking about he didn't know. <laughs> and also, 
look look at the presidential candidates, and I've said this before. You may not like anybody that's running, but you know what? If people don't like to hear this, you better take the lesser of two evils. All right. Mm, of what yeah. you think is going to be the lesser of two evils. You have to weigh those pros and cons and what's important to you. And more importantly, do you want anybody in office on any level who has the resources to provide to people who are in pain and struggling? And the response that is given is, well, maybe if they're nice to me, they might be able to get something. Yeah, no, that so with that, I will leave you. Doc, thank you so much. Thank we you really so appreciate much, Doc. You. Looking forward to next week, same time, same back channel. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm gonna. T- I'm getting ready to turn the radio on because I want to hear the selection. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Radio yeah, we're going to have some on. fun. That was some music now. We got some music coming up. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Doc. Thank Thanks, you. Doc. All right. Take care. Be All safe. Right, be blessed. All right, y'all. This is Alvin. And Edmund. He, Edmund finally made it. He had to take his space suit off, y'all. Reason why he was late. <laughs> he had a whole bunch of equipment on. That is not true. All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick break here, play y'all some music, have some fun here. Please feel free to call in at 404-603-8770 is the number to call here on the Old Fashioned Health Show on The Real 1100.
Rejuvenation for youthfulness and beauty is trending worldwide. People are getting laser hair removal, Botox, dermal fillers, skin brightening, tightening, lifting, and reshaping. SmartPlex ATL, a comprehensive medical spa, located in East Cobb, 4799 Old Town Parkway. You can also visit us online at SmartPlexATL.com. Dr. Alexander and his team enjoy pampering you while you receive customized treatments in a beautiful, calming, zen-like atmosphere. SmartPlex ATL, we are your Hollywood destination for exciting, youthful rejuvenation. Are you looking for compassionate, knowledgeable, and affordable pet care? Then Just for Pets Wellness Center is just right for you. We are located in the Bella Rosa Shopping Plaza at 8911 Daniels Parkway, Suite 7 in Fort Myers, Florida. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And on Saturdays, by appointment. Call us today at 239-270-5721 or visit us at www.just4petsfl.vet. And we're on Facebook and Instagram, too. <laughs> Y'all, we didn't have a good time laughing in the studio. Hey! How's <laughs> this is everybody? Alvin and Edmund on the Old Fashioned Health Show on the Real 1100. All right, y'all. So, this half of the show, we finna, we about to, and I say finna like I'm in the country. He said finna. But you knew the language. I knew exactly what you were saying. All right. All right. We all finna I speak a few different languages. Right. All right, y'all. So... So a little bit of we're going to talk a little bit of everything, but we opening the lines up for you all to call in if you have any questions for myself or Edmund or just want to just like vent a little bit. We we here to listen to you again. The number is four zero four six zero three eight seven seven zero four zero four six zero three eight seven seven zero. Now, 
So, Evan, let me ask you something. What's up? Do you believe, um, I was telling the listeners earlier, and so, y'all, we're going we're gonna to talk, we're going to play music, we're going to talk, we're going to play music, because Evan got a nice lineup of music. He does pick good, good well, music. Well, well you, you, you didn't even say anything about that song that just played. Can you stand in the rain? Let me tell y'all what that song, man, that song. So, um, I love that song. Do you Absolutely really? Absolutely love that song. So do you I can, really? No, I do. So, I, I can listen to the song, and I could go somewhere and still be sitting here. But some people can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, hey. I can listen to the music and go somewhere and still be here. But other people, y'all, so when the song was on, we know we're trying to have our dialogue. Let's speak on it. I, we couldn't even get to Evan. He had left the building. I did. But he was still here. I clocked out for he a second. He had left the building. Cause that, he picked, he picked, he, you picked some great songs, man. I don't know where he get his no, You know what? From. It ain't even about the, the pick great songs. I appreciate that. Mm. But the songs, see, this is one thing. Like I was telling Alvin, like during during the quick little break when they played that, I requested that song because I wanted to listen to it also, in addition to the listeners. But I went into that that moment, so he feel like I kind of clocked out a little bit. But oh, that's he was gone. I I want to tell you where I went to since you gave me a, uh, uh, a I would, memory of it. I'll just show you. I got some backup. Uh, engineer DJ uh, was Edmund here when you got in here. Was he gone? I plead the fifth. No, 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 no. Oh, uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm 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 open up the line. Go ahead. Don't plead the fifth. Go ahead. Speak <laughs> right. on it. He was nah, gone. He, he was gone for a little minute. Yeah, see, you know what I'm saying? He was gone, y'all. He, he well, was what's sick. wrong with that, though? Ain't nothing wrong with just saying that. was know? a moment of meditation. I had to go get some some good energy and, Doc, and bring it back. Dr. Alexander did he say did. meditate. You yeah. Know, yeah. Find a good place. And he, he was sitting on one of them clouds up there. You was, right. was gone. I tell you what, you should have joined me. How about that? <laughs> no, but I went to a memory that I had. Actually, um, that new edition song was uh, out when I went to the very first concert that I'm aware mm-hmm. of being. And I was really, really young. And they came out, you know, and new edition did their thing. That's when they introduced Johnny Gill. And it was just like, you know, yeah, okay. I went back to that place. That's all. So, t- so that song reminds me of being home in the country with my For some reason, it kind of reminds me of my mother. Okay. For some reason. I think, I don't know if it's, because I don't, I don't think she was necessarily listening to that song. It just reminds me of being in a relaxing place. You know why? I think that's what it, it reminds me of being in a relaxing place. So it takes me back home in the country. Okay. You you know what it was? What? It was the it was the the, the sound. It was the frequency of what they were singing. Mm. And it was also the intro when the birds came in. Y'all the and birds the sun. came in. He's like, listen and to the birds, listen, listen to the birds. He had already started leaving the building. Right, listen, see I I, I, I want to talk on it, but I don't want to take too much time on the air. When I tell the people something like, even when I say just, just get you some good music yeah, we on need what that we right going now. through. Yeah, we need that. Listen, you can tap out for just a second, even if the song is like two to three to five minutes, just for a second, and just grab that little good energy and just bring it back to what you're dealing with. All now right. he's sitting up here talking about how this reminded him of these amazing memories and his yeah, mom yeah, and stuff, yeah, but he yeah. clowning me because I went to a place <laughs> right here. You know, but I stayed in the building though. So you left. I was in the building. The physical was here. <laughs> All right, y'all, we got another song coming up for Uh-oh. you. Evan has lined up now. Uh, I, I, best, I bet these songs will probably be really good with a little CBD, but I'm going to leave it at that, y'all. This is Alvin <laughs> Edmund. We got we to call Doc for that and uh, Edmund. <laughs> on the Old Fashioned Health Show on the Real 1100. Brother, brother, there's far too many 
The law firm of Althea DeBar Johnson, PC, and Tamara Wood is the law firm people turn to for planning and managing their legal affairs and protecting their current and future assets. The firm specializes in wealth protection through legal services that include estate planning, probate administration, and guardianship. This law firm promises to be truthful and honest, provide personalized attention, and they are focused on results that best suit your needs. For a consultation, contact them today at 404-584-5555 or visit them on the web at adjpclaw.com. The law firm of Althea DeBar Johnson, PC, and Tamara Wood, helping you plan for today and for the future so you can get on with the business of living. I wish y'all could be in the studio. Y'all just don't know this is happening. Y'all, and that, man, y'all, we have been showing out during this We break. really had a good time. <laughs> I mean, I, I Evan, so the weekend is coming up. You didn't even speak on that song that just played. 
Okay, so I did. So I did leave for a minute. That is one of my favorite songs. I enjoyed it. It is. So why couldn't the listeners just hear that? Like, like, is it? Did they you heard do, it? Oh, hear no, me? no. Here, you speak on that. I, I was getting there. You know, I'm, I'm a little. I'm okay. A, all right. All right. I, well, I, 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 I'll, I was, I'll let you I was, do your I was, thing. I was, trying, I was trying to get there because uh, uh, the the DJ threw me off, man. The engineer threw what me happened? off. What happened? I don't know. Man. Talk he, about. He it. was doing this right here and all oh, that kind of thing. Oh, the right. energy, the frequency. Right. Was it kind of broke. Yeah. You know okay. how the DJ be right. controlling us over there. Yeah. That what happened. That was Marvin Gaye. What's going on? And you know, even way back then, he was speaking on things that are still taking place today. And it is so relevant today. And and I'll let that be. So you know the other song, uh, that one, and there's a, uh, oh, there's another song. I I always want to. Is it a oh, Marvin Gaye song? No, he already got. He know which one I'm talking about. Okay. I, he know. Let's see how good this energy is. Okay. All right, y'all, we got this next song coming Uh-oh. up. This I isn't my see. selection. This is your selection. Yeah, correct? This, this is okay. this is my selection. Okay, so this via, is Alvin's selection. Get this. This is my selection via energy that he knows that probably is appropriate for right now. Okay. Am I right? All right. Well, let's, All right, let's hear it then. Here we go. All right. Like that right there, blue lights in the basement. Yo, <laughs> I gotta give it to you on that one. That's good. I right? gotta give you on that. And I was, I was trying to fight going there, listening to it. But um, yeah, that one, that one, that was a good selection. And, and who was that? Stylist. Stylistic. Yeah. That is. Look, let me tell you, the, the um, the stylistics is, is our engineer's favorite, by far favorite group. Really? Yeah. When okay. we first started, okay. uh, a long time ago. 
he was just stylistic, everything, the whole way and all that kind of thing, you know. And these songs, to me, are so relevant to currently the conditions that are going on right now uh, in, our, in our society. I mean, those songs are like, got to get a people, get a people what they want, you yes. know, all that kind of thing. Yes. And so that's what we're doing, y'all. We're just going back, picking melodies, picking melodies. We got another one coming up for you right now. I think the engineer is already, he's... he's is, is that the hype song or no? Okay, that's, okay, good, good. We're going to say the hype song for the last. We got a few minutes, so what type of hype song you'll like? That one that I spoke on when I when I came in. Oh, it's not in I'll the system. I know which one you're talking about. It's not yeah. in there. It's not in there. Okay, so now we're going to do another yeah. one of yours, and then we're going to do one of mine? Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's yeah. do it then. All right. See, see he, 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 no, I'll, just, just, just. Let him do his thing? Max Fadden's Whitehead is one of my favorite. Ain't Ooh. no stopping us now. What? what bro, you can't do that today. Why not? Because it's Thursday. No, we doing that today. It's not Friday. It, it, every day is Friday. Bro. Every day is You Friday. can't do that to the people. Why? Let's take them there. You want to give the people what they want? I want to take them somewhere. The people, for the, for this, how much longer do we have? We got plenty of time. Okay. All right. So with that, those listeners out there, yeah, just go there. Just let your mind we go We just there. DJ. All right. Yeah. All right. What you got, DJ? Yeah, I got it. I okay. got it. Let's go. That's right. And I got one for you coming up after that then. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, y'all. Y'all have been taking a ride with Alvin. And Edmund. Old school, new school. We having ourselves a good time today. Yes. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your week. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow we got a whole hour of fun and music. Y'all be ready. We gonna, it's going to be crunk. All right, folks. Edmund already getting his list up together. Oh, yeah. I will have a list of songs. On Hopefully time. y'all enjoyed that today. The great topics from the doctors. And uh, we'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Be safe. Father, help your children and don't let them fall by the side of the road. Thank you for listening to this special edition of Old Fashioned Health on The Real 1100. We hope the information provided will help in every way possible. For more information, please visit oldfashionedhealth.com. Tune in at this time next week and stay safe.